to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Hello, uglies! Welcome to hell. The Boulay brothers are back with their titans. It's the official, unofficial all-star season featuring monsters who are seeking some major redemption. But who will spook their way to the top and who is going to get booed back to death? It's time to preview everything we know about Dragula Titans. And joining me are two titans of the scene, Freire and Martyr. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm well. Hey, I'm Good. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to have you both. Martyr, you're back on the podcast, Ray. It's your first time. Um, but I'm sure it's not going to be the last. Um, Dragula, it's here again. Finally. Finally. It, it, it's the show of the season. Um, and by season, I mean Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it is Halloween. Well, no, I, wait. Hocus Pocus 2 wasn't the show of the season? Um, listen, I don't pay attention to um straight to dvd um or straight to disney plus sequels so (laughs) i enjoyed it i laughed i was also high but i Mm -hmm. laughed at it i haven't seen it yet i'm a little i I like the first one so much that i just keep putting off seeing the second one because i know i'm going to be disappointed and i just want to wait like a few extra days before that happens (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of kind of how I was. I was like, let everyone else have their moment. Um, I was not invited to any viewing parties, so thanks, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched on my own last night. I had fun. I I, I mean, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily the last, which is also exciting. I'll, I'll take a third. We like threes. Um, but yeah, good, good times. Halloween, it's here. Um, also, let's do one little plug. It is Glam Award nominating season. Mm-hmm. If you have it in your heart to nominate Block Talk for a glam award you can or wigging out you can do that too martyr would you like to plug yourself um also nominate wigging out podcast a podcast i host with my good judy uh c tepper caitlin um i'm also this year running for door goddess um <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to uh, nominate me for that that'd be great yeah. Fred, do you want to throw any uh nominations out there for yourself i think everyone should just vote for the two of you I love that. Here, I'm here for it. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> when it comes to actually voting, don't tell us which one you voted for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Glamour nominations, it's a thing. Um, I'm just excited to lose to Monet Exchange again. I was about to say, like, <laughs> third year in a row. Let's do it. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. Uh, she just doesn't even live here. <laughs> oh, God. Cherry Jubilee, what a brilliant woman. Love her. Mm-hmm. All right. Dragula Titans. Let's discuss it. Um, interesting cast. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, it's a very interesting cast. Is there anyone you wish was included? Who is missing on this Titan list? Martyr, you're thinking very hard. I think I would like a winner to come back. Okay. I know they, I know they won, but like I, I kind of like that format of like having a juggernaut kind of enter the competition too. So how about a Vander Von Odd? Because mm-hmm. season one, just like season one of Drag Race, like with BB, like it's a different beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I um, I would love to see Van. I mean, I love Vander. So any chance to see Vander on TV would be great. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm in favor of Vander or even Bitch coming back. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be, especially with this cast, I think that'd be like very chaotic. And I kind of like that. Freya, who's missing? I feel like my first reaction to that question was Sigourney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like she was amazing and everything she put out was so epic, but I would love to see her on a season where maybe people aren't like putting her through the ringer every week, like on a personal level yeah. and 
just maybe seeing her on a season where she could have more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have three names, three names that I'm missing. Meeple. Mm. Where's Meeple? Mm-hmm. I want Meeple. I love Disasterina, so I would like to see Disasterina again. Yes. <laughs> and maybe it's a personal bias here, but I really would like to see Madeline Hatter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she would do it again, but I want to see her again. Just seeing her transformation post-show, because she's in Brooklyn still, um, it's been really nice to like just see her kind of on a weekly basis. And I, I think she has a lot more to show on on Dragula too. Absolutely. So I, I'd be happy to see her again. But let's wait for Titans 2 where they put Madeline Hatter on the same season with Dahlia Black and Zavaleta. Mm-hmm. That's what we all deserve for television. That's mm-hmm. the drama. <laughs> um, but here are the facts that we have about the season so far. Dragula Titans will premiere on October 25th, 2022 with a two episode premiere. Why are we doing this to me? I have to now record two <laughs> episodes here. Come on, people. Fine. The series is a spinoff of the main franchise that will see past contestants compete in a brand new competition format. I don't know what this format is, but I have heard rumors that maybe we're going to do some drag race all-stars voting each other out kind of deal. Oh, I'm in favor like of that. that. I'm in favor of that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It's hard to like think about, but like in terms of Dragula, but I feel like that could be fun. I personally will take it because 95% of the time I disagree with everything the Belays do decision-wise. Mm-hmm. So get, take it out of their hands. I'm thrilled. I'll be mm-hmm. happy with that. Uh, the winner will receive a prize of $100,000, probably most likely courtesy of the Belays because apparently now they're super rich, um, and a spot <laughs> on the world tour because it's better than a WoW Presents Plus show. I bet that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, may, maybe they'll get a show on Shudder. Are we watching Shudder? Do, or are we stealing Shudder from Friends? I think I still have a subscription. I don't, I think I still pay for it, but I don't know if we've used it. <laughs> I haven't, <laughs> but it's October now. So now's the time to like load to, that back up. Yeah, exactly. So what I did is I was like, you know what? Let me get AMC plus that way I get shutter and all of the AMC um, shows. So that's where I, that's, that's my victory right now is I'm, I'm, I love Mad Men. So if I can watch Mad Men on repeat, I'll, 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 I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um the series will feature previous guest judges from across the franchise, which are said to include Elvira, Arbegian, Justin Simeon, David uh, Dashmalshian, Poppy, Joe Bob Briggs, Bonnie Irons, Barbara Campton, and Drag Race alum Alaska and Katya. Okay, I'm not mad at having mm-hmm. um, returning guest judges. Is that because we couldn't find new ones? Um, I like to think they're fan favorites. Okay, let's go with that. Let's go with that. I mean, yeah. Fan favorites, Titans. We'll, we'll we'll go with that. Um, did you watch the trailer that was dropped yesterday? No, I have not. Um, it I didn't... also looks we might like we might have Saint and Dolly as judges as well. Oh, okay. Dolly's um, a favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see past contestants be judges i think that's only happened with vander before I think. no we, we had um uh, uh landon last season oh, okay correct uh so i guess i'm okay with winner because uh, um saint one resurrection so i guess winners i'm okay with yeah. them judging um, now i always ask the question what do you want to see this season for me it's always brand new extermination challenges i'm done with mm. the tattoos uh, no more burying alive we, we've done mm. that before nothing new yeah. um again from this trailer looks like we might have some sort of hold your breath underwater competition type thing going oh, on jesus <laughs> um that is not fun for me mm-hmm. but let's see how that goes um mm. As far as challenges, there looks like there's a wrestling challenge because Poppy goes Poppy Smash, which means we might have something in the ring. What are you both excited to see this season? Freya? I'm excited to see just like the looks that these people come up with. Like, just like looking at the promo picture, it's like, where do some of these ideas even come from? So like, I am excited just for a whole season of that. Absolutely. And good, and I want good categories, good challenges, because that's the thing that last season I feel like was the defining moment was that we had new ideas, which really pushed them to new boundaries. So I want new. I like new. Yeah. Let's hear what do you want? Um, definitely more looks. Um, I rewatched some of the season two runways, and I was just like, 
um i mean most a lot of them are really good but um i wouldn't mind um maybe a runway where they reference sort of like what they did on all-stars three i think with like a redemption runway i think that'd be Mm -hmm. nice especially with an all-stars kind of season um and just horror i want more horror i want to be spooked watching the tv and get spooked (laughs) yeah i i'm I'm here for that and i also the other thing that i like i'm not a boulet brothers hater but i am a boulet brothers critiquer I just, if you're going to bring some of these queens back who is who are notorious for getting critiqued harshly by the Boulets, I just want them to respect their drag. Mm-hmm. That's all I ask. I'm sure we know who we're discussing, who I'm referring to, and we'll get to their um, moment soon. But I just want them to respect the monsters they brought back. Because mm-hmm. they're not all going to be Boulet brother drag. They all bring something different. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see what we'll they see. do. We'll see. <laughs> and I also would like to see the big one eat the little one. I want a third one. I want a third one a to come third... What if, What would you baby. do if, if they had a baby? I think, well, like, so they're incest brothers, right? So, like, what if they, like, give one of the, the little one gives birth to a middle one um, and they have a love triangle? I support that. <laughs> so, absolutely. After one of the looks on Drag Race recently, it could be Michelle Visage. <laughs> that's that's the crossover we deserve right i support <laughs> yeah all right um so listeners we're gonna go from worst to first by no means do we actually think they're the worst maybe but we we just think their chances of winning are probably the least likely mm-hmm. um we're going to critique the looks we're going to discuss what we know about them what they've done on their previous season or seasons um and we're just gonna have fun are you ready to dive into these monsters let's tear them apart (laughs) i'm so excited all right um our 10th spot um i honestly don't think this is a surprise to literally anybody but um maybe a little bit coming in 10th from season two where they placed eighth and are exterminated on resurrection it is kendra onyx um Kendra is a Christian and a U.S. military vet. Uh, after Saint Anne Dolly, Kendra and fellow Titan Victoria Black have appeared on three seasons of Dragula. However, they are the first to be on three different formats of the show. I always pose a question of the season, a burning question, something I want to know about the contestant. Uh, my question for Kendra is, why is she here? Michael. No, I have her at 10. <laughs> Martyr has her at 10. Um... Freya, you're the highest. You put her at seven. Why do you have a little more faith than we do? I feel like third time could be a charm for her. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, after this look, though, I'm not sure the third time will be the charm because I would call this look um, costume shop couture. <laughs> um, I had similar thoughts. <laughs> Um, I actually do like the look. I just didn't think it worked for a all-stars entrance look. I agree. Or, I agree. Yeah. Um, but Kendra, um, I've I've liked her on the show. Um, I'm just would have liked to see someone else. And I agree. And I think yeah. that's where I'm at. And that's why I ask why is she here? Because I know Resurrection was a very different beast. It was a different style of show. We're, we're really um, leaning more into the documentary style of that as opposed to a competition format. So technically this is her second real competition style exploration into Dragula, but she didn't do it for me the first time. She didn't do it for me on Resurrection. I'm not sure she's going to do it for me here. And is it bad if she goes out first? Does that help her brand at all? I'm sure her review show will be great. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I feel um, like in the promo, her hair and makeup look amazing. Yeah. I feel like she's shown like growth in, you know, like putting that, like her makeup is so good now. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe she could pull out some really cool looks like by doing some like, you know, makeup and special effects and like, I don't know, like that dress isn't my favorite for the promo look, but I feel like she might surprise us. Hopefully. Yeah, and I mean, I've always said like, sometimes you, you show what you have that's not the best. And once you are on the show, you're like, ha look what I got. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time these promos are shot 
after the show. So I, I'm, I'm a little worried. Um, now the look is by Bougainvillea Thorns, hair by Normandy Cross. I agree, the hair is super cool. Not sure how the devil horns go with a skeleton look, but go off, sis. Um, the shoes are fun. They're high. <laughs> um, I think my only critique with the hair was just like a style that is very common for like alternative queens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um not saying that it's bad it's just um it's something i've seen before um yeah but i i do i i like i like the look it's just not for this season <laughs> now what we do here is we do spook or boo spook obviously is the toot and boo is mm-hmm. boot without a t um i'm going to give this look a boo I agree. <laughs> it's a boo. It's a boo. The audience, not a fan. 19% spook, 81% boo. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't think many people are really feeling like Kendra has a chance to win. I hope she proves us all wrong. She like knocks it out of the park the first couple of weeks. Um, but again, this is a cast of Titans. Um, there's a lot of competition here. She's going to have to be extraordinary to mm-hmm. make it to the end, I think. Yep. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to move on to who we have in ninth place? Yes. All right. I'm a little offended here, but this is how it works. This is the game. This is how we play um, from season two as well. Sixth place from New York, New York, Erica Clash. Erica's name is based on video games and anime. She has never played safe on her original season. She is the first queen in Dragula to be in the bottom four times. And apparently she had a short sexual relationship with fellow Titan, Abora. How? Oh. I love Erica Clash. I've loved her for a very, very long time. Obviously, we love her in New York. Um, uh, she has been co-hosting Polish the Queen, which has been really cool to see her um, out there and really um, bringing her expertise to the new generation of drag artists in New York. But my question this season, and something I alluded to earlier on, is it's likely the Boulets will continue to neglect Erica's art. So is Erica's best path this season to just win over the fans? Marcia, what do you think? I agree. I think um, the Boulets um, definitely don't get a lot of references that are not Western culture. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think Erica um, and a few other contestants also reference like East Asian um stuff in their drag so i feel like they're already on like a losing foot in judging um but erica like constantly has good looks um i'm always mm-hmm. impressed with her i just don't think she's gonna be what the boulets want i um, agree i fully agree um you had her at nine mm-hmm. i had her at six freya you had her at eight so you're kind of on the lower end as well um yeah. what are your thoughts on erica I think she's amazing. Like, I I love this look. I like, I really love her looks in general. I think she has the potential to maybe be like a fan favorite this season. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Like, I think her drag, it heavily like references like video games as well. And like, I don't know if that's what like Boulez particularly love. But I think like video game culture also has like gotten so big lately that like, I can really see like fans loving and connecting with her even more than last last time she was on. And I I was basing a lot of my predictions mostly just on the fact that like she wasn't, she didn't like seem fully seen on season two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Now this look, very, 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 very fun. Hair by Perfidia, Candy Bracelet by Piers Devon, Voodoo Doll by Oye Moye, Perler Beads by Queerdo Co. Um, now, Martyr, I saw you had a little mask in the background, um, oh, yeah, very reminiscent of um, this mask that she took off. I think this is such a fun, cool concept. I don't know if there was any like theme to what they needed to do for this, um, but her and Yavska have like that teal and yellow um, color pattern going on. And I'm like, interesting that they both went that direction, mm. knowing that the Woolies probably are not going to care for either of them. <laughs> Um, but I think this is such a cool look. It's very true to who she is as a drag artist. Um, I'm excited. I, I really am. I think this look is brilliant. And even if she doesn't do well, she's going to have a brilliant, beautiful promo look forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I think she said on like Twitter that it was a photo negative of her original entrance look from season two. Oh, I love that. So um, I think that's really creative. And um, I don't know if we're doing uh, spook or boo yet, but you can do it. Spook <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's a spook. Um, the audience, 82% spook, 18% boo. They were a big fan. Um, now I do want to bring up that there was rumors that she may or may not have been an alternate for resurrection. Um, there are a lot of uh, looks that she had put out after that season had aired that may have gone in line with some of the categories that they had to do. So she clearly has been on the Boulay brothers radar for a while. I just hope they respect her. I really do. That's my main mm. thing. Cause that was my main problem watching her in season two was that she just didn't respect her drag. It was, um. Especially when they say all drag is valid. Bullshit. Bullshit. Boulay is bullshit. We'll <laughs> I see. agree. We'll see. We'll, no. we'll see what happens. All right. Coming up in eighth place. From season one, runner-up Melissa B. Fierce, Los Angeles' own. She is the first queen in Dragula to share a win, and she happened to share it with Vander Von Odd. Now, I take a lot of my trivia notes here from the wiki, they have no trivia on Melissa. Do the oh. fans just not care for Melissa B. Fierce? What is happening here? Um, Martir, what is your take on Melissa? Um, well, this entrance look is everything for me. Because, mm-hmm. um, well, at first I thought she was referencing, um, like, a, I think the, is it the Filipino flag? But mm-hmm. then someone pointed out it's um, Mary. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it makes sense now. Duh. Um, but I loved her on season one a lot. I know she was kind of the drama queen of the season but um her i was thinking about her i think it was her filth look for the finale where she comes out as just like a crucifixion up her ass kind of thing and um i feel like that became like a trend right after that so um she was kind of the ground uh trendsetter for that um so i i really enjoy her but her being on season one i think she's at both an advantage and a disadvantage um mm-hmm, in I terms fully of agree. popularity <laughs> My question this season for her is the OG shitster is back for another shot at the win, but is she here for her drag or is she here for the drama? Um, obviously, we have some drama queens on this cast, but I feel like she is the drama queen. Uh, Freya, what do you think about Melissa? I mean, this look is everything. I do agree, though, that like being from season one, I just feel like a lot of people haven't connected with her the way they have with like the more recent seasons because I feel like they didn't have season one out for a while. They like took mm-hmm. it down and now they just put it back remastered, but I don't know if everyone's like had time to watch it yet or if they're going to. So I feel like this might be some people's just like first time seeing her and they haven't yeah. like really bonded yet. And she really also did come from a very different format, if you will, of what the show was. There wasn't any boudoir. There was there was just that weird back and forth in the backstage area, which was always so weird film, filming wise. So she's definitely going to have the new Dragula experience. But even in season one, she brought the drama. I don't expect that she won't bring it this time around. Um, she is definitely a season queen of Los Angeles. People adore her in LA. Um, and I think she's going to bring that ego. And I think that's what the Boulets love about her is that ego and the drag. I mean, this look is beautiful um no designers are listed but when we talk about the pillars of dragula um she's got the glamour here i mean that fucking dress shines mm-hmm. yeah. sure every drag queen has used that material before but she looks great wearing it yeah she yeah. one of one of my favorite looks from this promo for sure yeah it's it's very yeah. very well done Look. <laughs> Spook. <laughs> Spook for me. I mean, this makeup. I mean, this is not what we've really seen from her on the, on the show previously. So I'm I'm excited for Melissa. Though, with the rest of the cast, I put her at nine because I just, I think there are other people who I think are going to be a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you both had her at six. Hmm. Oh, twins. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, Melissa, good luck. Um, I am excited to see what you have this time around, and I can't wait to see who you're going to battle with first. <laughs> I can't wait for the drama this season. Same. Oh, and the results. Audience, 78% spook, 22% boo. Mm. Interesting. Wow. All right, next up is a tie. We have a tie here. Um, so we're going to go in reverse alphabetical order because that's what my um, spreadsheet gave me. This person 
It's from season three. They don't go here either because they're from Toronto. Ninth place, it's Yavska. Yavska is their given name. She moved to Canada from Mexico at age seven. She is the first Canadian contestant on Dragula and the first international monster, followed by fellow Titan Hoso Teratoma. Yovska is part of the Kiki ballroom scene in Toronto as a member of House of Siriano. And Yovska is said to still have the embarrassing tattoo from the exterminating challenge of fellow Titan, Abora. Uh, <laughs> apparently she did not get it removed. Um, would either of you get that tattoo removed? I would keep it. Yeah, I'd definitely keep it. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised that Yovska is on the cast. I did not think the Boulets would ever bring Yovska back. Um, will they respect Mass Drag? Probably not, but um, you know Yosuke's going to bring it. Yeah. Uh, here, what do you think? Well, uh, just out the gate with this look, it's just so... <laughs> it's so out there, but it makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. it, it's layered. I, I love it. Um, also, keeping up with her online, of, of the monsters on this cast, she's the one that continues to surprise me, and honestly, um, I don't get spooked or like creeped out by a lot of drag but like she's one that constantly brings it especially with like the the sonic um i don't know if you've seen that the sonic look um look it up on your own discretion (laughs) but um she she's a visionary and i love i want to see i can't wait to see more of her um but same issue with um erica i think the boulets might not respect her drag that much sucks freya do you respect her drag I respect her drag so much. This is like everything she does is so amazing. Like, I have no idea where she gets these ideas from. Like, just looking at like she's so fun to look at and mm-hmm. like her creations. And I don't know, like, it's you could look at this literally like for hours and just keep finding new things you like about it. And I am so excited to see her. I'm so excited that she's back. Um, I think that. She will place better than she did on her original season because I think when she got on Dragula, she didn't like have a lot of experience performing. And since Dragula, she's been performing a lot. So I do think she's like grown from that and probably has like more, she's like more well-rounded now and has more to show because of that. So I'm really excited to see her and like see her now more as like a seasoned performer. That literally is my question of the season for her is, she was not known for being a performance artist. Will she be able to bring the performance to prove that she is a brilliant drag monster? I think that's going to be it. If if Yavska can bring it in a first couple of performance challenges, she could float her way to the end and, and take it all um, because she really was underestimated. Uh, my other question is, she, what color beret is she going to bring? <laughs> that's the question. That's the question. That's the question. Um, I, I, I'm excited to see Yavska. I think when it comes to talking to other contestants, that's going to be amazing because you know she's going to inadvertently uh, stir the pot and ask questions that she probably should not be asking um, and say things to people to really piss them off. And that's exciting. Um, but I really, really am looking forward to the looks. Um, I believe the look is by Yavska. The skull prosthetic is by Seance Nose. Um <laughs> this is just so fucking brilliant because even when all the elements are on it's like oh it's a cute little teddy bear and then you're like nope it's spooky spooky (laughs) um and it's just the little little details that she's included on it like she's wearing heels she's fucking wearing heels in this Mm -hmm. look Mm -hmm. i love that with teddy bear claws above them it's so smart. It's so cool. Genius. <laughs> um, and yeah. just the color story. This is not a color palette you normally see in this style of drag. And yet it works because when you turn the um, black light on, ooh, she gonna glow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so fun. I am very excited for Yoska. Going with the Boulets are probably not going to respect her drag. I have her at eight, but Freya has her at four and Martyr at, uh, Freya has it five, Martyr at four. Uh, mm. So you both are a little higher on her than I am. Yeah. yeah. I want her to go far Same. just for the looks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, regardless, we know that like the Boulets are aware that if they eliminate anyone, they're going to be on Instagram anyway. They're going to show their looks. They're not going to not show them. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm very, very, very excited. The audience was 81% spook. 18% boo. It, 
these 18 percent i'm like where are you getting where are you getting where's your <laughs> yeah. taste where's your taste <laughs> i know listen they some of my some of these audience members um just I, sometimes i wonder if they just like are negative just for shits and giggles <laughs> yes all right tying oscar in the spot it is from season four 10th place astrid aurelia Astrid chose her name because she is inspired by the Brazilian bossa nova and jazz singer Astrid Gilberto. Astrid is the first contender on Dragula to be of Brazilian descent, as well as the first of South American descent. She was a contestant in Alaska's Drag Queen of the Year pageant and won the Boulay Brothers Dragula World pageant in 2018. She is the daughter of Dolly, who she competed against on season four for literally one episode. She is the first contestant on Dragula to win the first challenge and not make it to the finals. After Meatball, she is the second contestant to win a challenge and then be sent home, becoming the lowest placing challenge winner in Dragula history. Which begs the question of the season. Astrid has a lot of unfinished business after an early elimination. Has she learned enough of how to play the Boulay's game? I think she did. I think she learned her lesson. I think she is not going to say things out of line. I think she's going to respect um, the boules, and I think she'll last longer than she did last time. Because uh, I have her coming in third place. I had her as my winner pick season four. I really love Astrid. I know her <laughs> personally. She's very, very amazing. Um, she deserves this. She deserves a better shot this time around. Freya, what do you think? You know, I feel like I put her not in third place. And I, where did I put her? You have her at nine. Okay, yeah. Because first of all, when we have to rate them, like that's so hard to do. I mean, we all did it, but it's it hard is. to do. And someone has to be number nine. And I, it was a lot of elimination of like, who's going to last longer than that? And I was just kind of like, last time the competition cracked her and got in her head and she kind of self-sabotaged. So like, if we have to put someone at nine, I'm going to put someone that's already done that. That's fair. That, that's absolutely That's a good fair. answer. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. So you had her at nine. I had her at three. Martyr, you're kind of in the middle. Five. Yeah, I definitely think she's in the higher range of the Titans, um, especially look lies. I still think about the Xenomorph opening challenge, like perfection, really. But um, I could see her cracking very easily um, under the pressure because she's a perfectionist and God knows mm-hmm. I am too. So under high stress uh situations like that i could easily see it crack it'll make great tv but <laughs> absolutely now the look is by astrid breastplate by gabe acero tattoos on the breastplate are by angel blood um this look is fucking incredible um yeah it's so detailed it is so detailed. Every little element of this look is so detailed. It's put together well. Her makeup has always been brilliant. And I think this is maybe one of my favorite uh, makeups looks she's done. Um, I'm yeah. obsessed with this. I have a question for the group. Yes. Is this considered furry costume? Because she is confirmed a scaly, which is a, a furry that is into lizards. So interesting <laughs> hmm. Ooh, we're inter- entering a new fandom i know right <laughs> maybe that. okay uh, you know what let's go with it L- let's say <laughs> right here if it's not it's your fault <laughs> okay that's fine <laughs> now what do you what do you think of the alpha look martyr oh obsessed absolutely um just tattooing a breastplate i never thought of doing that but of course you can do that so and smart. It, it, it turned out amazingly um so yeah, um, and then also that she, I think she makes most of her drag or at least like almost all of it. Um, and so, and it's impeccable. The details like very good, um, love it. She looks great, makeup too. <laughs> yeah, this is brilliant. Um, I'm sad that she's no longer really a New Yorker. Um, I know her time in New York was well spent. I think she really, really catapulted quite quickly and then COVID and then she's like, well, going back home. Yeah. Um, I like to see her back in New York personally. Same. I I go to Phoenix a lot, so it's always nice to see her there. Yeah, she. But you know what? I think I think she's gonna do fine. She's gonna be touring a lot, so she's gonna be okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I really love this look. It is absolutely a spook for me. Spook. Spook. The audience: eighty-eight percent percent spook, twelve percent boo. 
least 12 percent <laughs> i know these cra- crazy crazy people all right next up very interesting interesting where this this person placed um it's martyr's winner pick <laughs> hosu teratoma oh, no, no, I, I put them up didn't i <laughs> i put them to go home first gag okay yeah. Um, so the word hoso is shortened version of the Korean term for little faggot. Teratoma is a play on the words of a type of tumor that may contain several different bodily tissue, as well as a reclamation of their chemotherapy experience to treat her lymphoma. She defines her drag as dragyokia, which is a term used to encompass a wide range of supernatural beings in Asian folklore. Hoso is the second Dragula contestant not to be from the United States following fellow Titan Yovska. She began doing drag after watching season one of Dragula and later noted that one of her main drag inspirations was fellow titan abora they won two main challenges on their season but was the last of the finalists to win a main challenge my question of the season is host of storyline revolved around professionalism has she experienced the road enough for the boulets to reward her and represent their brand martyr is she okay to represent the brand now is she gonna be okay with the people backstage i mean I saw her at tour when she stopped at Brooklyn and she was very professional. So I think she I still think that was one of the stupidest plot lines the show has ever included. I was like, she's not professional and that's why you're not going to reward her. Mm. What? Um, But Sigourney was so smart about bringing that up because she's like, you know what? It's going to be the reason why I won't beat her. So she's not professional. I mean, I'm good for Sigourney for bringing that up. Um, I I get where they're coming from with that because you do want I don't know. I think uh, performers need to be as self-sufficient as they can be backstage, but helping a sister out every once in a while is absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a lot. I was surprised she didn't win um, season four. So I think that's why I put her as my top because I'm like, Similar to Drag Race, uh, All Stars won. Um, a, er, it's a <laughs> supplemental season for a Chad Michaels tour. <laughs> Honestly, I could absolutely see that. I have her at five, so right in the middle. And so we got we got a one, we got a five, and now a ten. Um, Freya, you disappointed Martyr here. Um, explain yourself. I mean, I really do want <laughs> i I want Hoso to make it to the final. I love Hoso's drag. I love. I love everything about Hoso. I, so when you gave us the assignment of first to worst, I was like picking who goes like first and who, who, who wins and who goes home first. That's like the main thing that I was like concerned about. And I was like, out of this whole cast, like who would go home first? And like, I don't know if I truly believe this still after we're kind of like unpacking everything. I think I might actually change my answer like personally now. But when this was assigned, I was like trying to go more into things than just their drag. And I was like, Hoso just came off of a world tour. Hoso might be exhausted. Hoso might be like creatively and physically burnt out and might have nothing more to give. I completely agree with that. I think that is absolutely valid because touring is a lot. Touring is a lot. Drag is a lot. And Hoso's style of drag is beautifully a lot and that's what we adore hoso for um and for her to be like okay i'm going to do another full season 10 episode arc of looks that's a lot of time and that's a lot of money um so and and the bar is set so high for hoso because she set herself so high yes that's going to be her biggest downfall as well can she top herself yeah. We love versatility. Yeah, we love versatility. Um, I mean, but this look, the look, headgear, and arm prosthetic is by Hoso. Hair by wigs by dips. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's brilliant. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, is this a furry? I love Martina? looking at it. Um, maybe. <laughs> it definitely has fur on it. It does um, have fur on I it. Think there's a, I think there's another look that we haven't discussed yet that's closer to a furry <laughs> than this one. <laughs> uh, but... Um, my my little favorite thing that she pointed out on Twitter was that she does the same pose in her or her original season as this one, where it's just sort of like the bent knee and the arms out, um, which I thought was funny. You know, also a double negative, maybe uh, similar to Erica. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think that obviously the color story is brilliant. Um, gray is black and purple uh, with that blue lip. Very, very cool. Um, again, I don't know what it is, but I'm 
it's pleasing to the eye visually. Mm. Yeah, very pretty. I mean, it's definitely a spook. <laughs> oh, definitely a spook. Yep. Yeah. Audience, ninety-one percent spook, nine percent boo. So, I believe Hoso gets the highest uh, score from anybody in the cast for mm. the Bromo looks. Okay. Um, yeah, I am very excited for Hoso, and I really do agree that like this could be anywhere for her. She could win. She can come in last. She can come in the middle. It's going to come down to versatility and what she's able to bring. And once again, if the Boulets will respect her style of drag, because if she brings a lot of um, Asian culture into it again, and they just completely not get it, it's not going to help her. So yeah, maybe the Boulets did some research before casting her again. You know they did not. <laughs> you know they did not. No, I know it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so we have our um, final four already. We're, we're in oh, our, wow. our final four. Um, once again, this person's just oh so close to getting it there. Um, from season two, the runner-up and resurrection, who was exterminated, it is officially Victoria Black um, from Orlando, Florida. The last name Black comes from the her drag house, Black House. She received her very first tattoo during the extermination challenge on season two her drag daughter is season three's dahlia black like mother like daughter they both were runner up her drag mother is season three's madeline hatter following season three according to the wiki she was diagnosed with asd or autism spectrum disorder she and fellow titan kendra onyx are the third and fourth monsters who have appeared on three seasons of the show but the first two to be on three different formats my question this season for victoria black is she's considered a twice robbed goddess is third time the charm? Freya, what do you think? I think it could be. I I think she's brilliant. Like everything she puts out there, I am just like taken by. I'm like completely fascinated by her, her drag, her process. Like on Resurrection, we really got a look into her like creative process. And like, I was just blown away by it. So absolutely. Yeah. I just just the way she was creating those sets I was enamored because with a theater background I was like I just I don't even have that kind of brain I wish I had that style um but Freya you are making her the jujube you are putting her in second place again you're never gonna let Victoria win I I hate that for for her but you know I I just think someone else is gonna win I agree I have her at four um Martyr you have her all the way down at eight why do you hate no. Victoria? I don't hate her. I love her. I especially she was my pick to win on season two, but um, I think similar to Kendra, it's um, three seasons. Um, are we are we still gonna get the same kind of looks and the same kind of stuff from her? Especially because I feel like um, on Resurrection, I think the critique was like, does she want it that bad? And the, the same with this season, I'm like, does she want it that bad? I, I mean, I, I think that, again, going kind of in the same line as Hoso is she has to top herself not once, but twice now. Like she has mm-hmm. given us so many iconic looks, some of which have not been judged properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm worried, like, if there's anything similar to a category that she's done already that what else is she going to be able to prove? So I hope for her sake, everything is brand new that she can bring brilliant ideas because oh my god I, I i'm worried i'm really worried but this look is so cool no mm-hmm. designers listed um again we're going back to this like neon lime green is was this part of some of the people's like t- design it looks like it i th- feel like they got like three colors and the girls just went with it. <laughs> everyone seems to fit in the same world except for like melissa and abora and they're like we're doing our own thing. yeah yeah which is standard for both of them <laughs> literally <laughs> Um, yeah, this, this look is kind of understated. Um, it is very glamorous. Um, I think that's supposed to be like ribs on, on the, on the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. they seem a little high. Um, we love the little, uh, hip moment. Um, if it wasn't shown to be a typical drag look, but th- this is just really well done and, and the hair is fun. Um, the, 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 the boots leave a little to be desired. I'm, I'm sure every drag queen has that boots oh i'm sure you saw the twitter shit storm that happened um with those boots. i didn't so i'm not really good at twitter so tell us okay. tell us what happened um so 
um, Bussy Queen on YouTube um, critiqued these boots when the promo dropped because he confused them or she confused them with the club kid style boots. These are pleasers. Yes. Um, yes. But um, they're like, they're very plain. And to her credit, they are kind of plain. They are very kind of basic drag. They, they, they are. Is basic, but yeah. No, I mean, it yeah. works for the look. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. It's just a lot of people have them. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Not a joke, it's just a fact. Um, for me, this look is a soft boo. Uh, <laughs> I know, dramatic. Um, I, it's similar to Kendra. <laughs> I think it's a good look, but not for a Titans promo. That's fair. Like, That's very yeah. fair. Um, I'll give it a spook because I think it's just the color is so eye-catching and just the detailing and the stoning. Because I, for me, I obviously come more from a campy world of drag um anytime you throw some glam into uh drag i'm here for it so the stoning of this is just i don't even want to know how many hours it took yeah it's very good freya where are you going i give it a soft spook all right okay i I love the top half of this look Mm -hmm. i just i like in the photo like the cast photo she's like popped behind Abora. You don't really see the boots. I think that part's great. Um, I don't know. I would have done different boots or made the dress long. I don't know, but the top half is amazing. So I'm going to yeah. give it a soft spook for that. The audience kind of mixed here. It's 62% spook, 38% boo. So I think this really, really was the uh, cross-section of how everyone felt mm-hmm. for this look. But you know. Victoria's got a lot of competition again, once again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a hard one for her, but if there's anyone who knows how to get to the finale, it's her. So do not be surprised if she becomes <laughs> the Jujube again. Um, yeah. I'm here for it, though. So top three. Um, we had a tie for our next spot. Um, so based on the point system, how it works, um, the next two people came in with a total of 12 points. And then the person who is the our projected winner was six points. So very, very different jump here. So we're going to once again go in reverse alphabetical order. Um, And honestly, this person I was the lowest on and I'm shocked about where you put her because, and I'm so excited for the two of you to share why you are team Coco Kane because I can't understand it. Fourth place, fourth season four, ninth place. Coco Kane describes himself as a drag shapeshifter. They have won multiple pageants, including National Drag Monster 2019 and Mister Oklahoma Bold and Beautiful Newcomer 2017, under the name Coco Kane. She never placed safe during their time in the competition, and she has three drag children. Um, my question this season. Coco may not serve the typical drag monster the fans have come to know, but she can prove that her drag, but can she prove that her drag can stand up to the Boule brother brand? That's my biggest concern here is the, 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 the promo look is just, it's clothing with blood on it. Um, Martyr, you have her at second place. I do. <laughs> Freya, you have her at third. Yeah. What am I not getting out of Coco Kane? Charisma. She's so charismatic. Yeah. Like she just sells herself. Like you just, I don't know. Like she can just like laugh or something. And you're just like, I want the world for you. You don't go home third and get on an all-stars season for, for no reason. I just, she stole this show. uh, I think it was the extermination challenge with the clowns. My eyes were on Coco when she was mm-hmm. shaking those titties and duck walking as a clown. Um, like she has that, she has that it factor for me. Yeah. Um, Martyr, is that going to be your Halloween costume? <laughs> Big titty clown. Big titty clown. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and also, Boulez love her. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like on the reunion, she has a level head. She she knows where sure. where she's at. Um, I think she's a like a great competitor. Um, so is it possible on season four again? Once again, we're talking about competitors. Do you think there were just other people that were either better television than she was, or that were just better monsters at that time? I 
think I think just better monsters at that time. Um, I think she left a little prematurely. I know I was upset when she left. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be real. She should have lasted much longer than um, mm-hmm. Mary Cherry, um, which is other people have that opinion as well. So mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. saying anything no one else has said before. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like she just got into some bad drama and they were just mm-hmm. madly in love with Mary that they were like, go, go, go away. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like that kind of backfired, but it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, this look, I, I, like I said, it's probably one of, on the lower end for me as well, but, um, there are elements I like about it a lot. I love the big hair, love the big titties. It's giving me like studio 54 bloodbath, um, last night of the disco kind of thing. So okay, I'm into okay, it. Can, I'm here for that. I mean, those hips, Jesus Christ, those yeah. are giant ass hips. That's drag. She's proportional and it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and the hair is, is huge as well. I would love to know how many, um, units that is how many plastic sheets died for that uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> literally um yeah i mean again my uh, if it was maybe better items that she got bloodied i can be here for the look but um it just seems feels a little basic maybe i need more stones maybe that's what's missing yeah but the silhouette's great so it's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I hope that she will lean into horror a little bit, bit more because she's going to give you the glamour. We got the glamour covered. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe a little more horror, a little more filth. And if, if she leans into that and listens to what the Boulay's critiques are on, maybe she will do very well. Um, again, I have her at second, seventh, mostly because there are just probably six more people who I think are just slightly better than she is. But uh, when it comes to TV, she's going to serve it. Oh, I yeah. think also if um I don't know the format, but if the format is that you eliminate other queens rather than the boulets eliminating, I could see her doing really well with that. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if there's any sort of alliance game going on, she's going to be your best friend. Oh, yeah. She's going to be Absolutely. your best friend and your best ally because if you cross her, you are out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, maybe, maybe that's a good, good way of seeing things. All right, Freya, I'm here for this. Okay. Um, Coco, good luck. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong here. Um, next up, who is not our winner pick? Tied here with Coco. It's my winner pick. From season three, fifth place, Eve of Destruction. Oh, gag. Okay. Her name is a play on the words Eve of Destruction. Her name was given to her by a friend. Her She auditioned for season 13 of America's Got Talent, but was eliminated during the audition round. And I beg you, go back and watch how bullshit that audition was because they didn't play the fucking track that she used she was robbed yeah (laughs) she is the first dragula contestant to win two main challenges in a row she's also the first to be eliminated before the finale with two main challenge wins making her the lowest placing two challenge winner she is apparently the drag mother of fellow titan abora and she is the only winner of the monsters of rock challenge to not win their season all right so my question of the season for her the hype around eva may have died down with a little less pressure, does she have a path to find the finale or are her fellow Titans just too strong of competition? I feel like that's where the two of you are leaning. Freya, you have her at four, Martyr, all the way down at seven. Um, what do you have against this furry? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I do love Eva's drag a lot. I just, um, I think in the runway category, besides maybe the Dungeons and Dragons look she was on the weaker end of runways um, and with this promo um, I'm not crazy about this promo it is very furry ish so I hope (laughs) she's getting all the love she deserves Um, but I'm just worried um, that she can't kind of you know stand up to the challenge Um, yeah and and that's where I think it's going to be very interesting to see what she has learned since season three she brought drag she brought her mm-hmm. drag mm-hmm. it was not what the boulets wanted and mm-hmm. that i think was why she fell backwards so much is because she gave you like classic campy drag she hit the pillar but at that time of the show it didn't matter cut to season four when sigourney's giving you camp They're like oh my god it's the most brilliant drag i've ever seen <laughs> um so really you got to really dive into what the boulets are looking for 
Um, but I've always, always been a big fan of Eva Destruction. Um, I'm glad she has this chance to redeem herself. Um, but I could also see her just tanking. Mm-hmm. Freya, what do you think? I like her. I I thought she was going to win season three. And I Same. I feel like she's just like a very like polished monster and like brings kind of like everything that needs to like be put forward to do well in the competition. And like, I, I could just see her going far. I can too. I think the one thing that may set Eva backwards just a little bit is kind of with Drag Race, kind of with Dragula. The Boulets want to be able to have someone that they might be able to mold into their brand. And I think Eva is just so strong in who she is that they may not be able to do that. Um, That being said, you put her on tour, she's going to fucking entertain every single audience member in that crowd. Um, She is one of the most dynamic performers. So if they lean more into lip syncs or performance-based challenges, she she could really destroy this competition. Um, I'm very excited to see how she interacts with the other monsters, because I think that was one of the things that um, she was quite kind of reserved when it came to the boudoir stuff. She wasn't as vocal. Um, and at the end of the day, we're making television. If she's not going to bring good television, they will cut you for it. Yeah. Yeah. This look is by Emesis Hair by Wigs by Tips. Uh, apparently Wigs by Tips is the official uh, wig designer of the season. <laughs> um, th- this was so smart. I mean, she is a very, very hairy beast and she's leaned into it and said, here, I'm a wolf. Woo. <laughs> um, it's got a lot of fun elements. I love the work of the leather playing with the fur, um, really with that soft and edginess. The makeup is a little Halloween-y. It's, it's not as spooky as it could have been. Um, but this is even destruction for you. She, she's, she's literally balls out for you. <laughs> Where's like the it. tail coming from? Yes. Where's that tail coming from, Eva? Exactly. <laughs> um, is it a butt plug? Can't confirm or deny. I hope so. Just <laughs> just for her. Yeah. Frey, what do you think of this look? Uh, spook. I think bring back the body hair. Martyr. Um, it's a small, the smallest, softest boot or boo for me. Um, I just want more from the waist down. But otherwise, I like it. Do you want her to have more fur? Do you want, like, I don't think she shaved <laughs> I, anything. Um, probably a little more for it, fur so it can connect a little more. But yeah, um, I think maybe like one little fur piece somewhere on both legs could have. If she had like furry leggings, yeah, I'd be fine. That, I could see yeah. that. Um, I would give it a spook. Um, the audience, 72% spook, 28% boo. Um, everyone's really loving these looks, mm-hmm. except for Kendra. Um, that's how it is. So friends, if you have done the math, we are at our winner pick and above and beyond our winner pick here. Martyr, you're the lowest here at three. I have her at two. Fritz, she is your winner pick. It is season two Zabora. Um, her name comes from the name Adora, a Miami drag queen with Abora representing the evil version of her. Season three's Priscilla Chambers is Abora's drag sister. Their drag mother is season three and fellow Titan Eva Destruction. They are the second ever contestant to win a main challenge and be on the bottom in the same episode following Vander Von Odd. Abora was placed on the bottom for being sloppy by half of the judging panel. In 2019, they were the inaugural winner of Drag Queen of the Year pageant organized by Alaska, receiving a prize of $10,000. My question this season is, since season two, Abora has blown up and improved. Can they bring that experience and coin to showcase a more polished monster that deserves the crown? Freya, I think you agree. Yes. I think Abora is going to win. Like, I just... Okay, first of all, Abor's promo look is my favorite of this whole cast. Like, just just the fact that the show allowed them to <laughs> get rid of the black of the legs. Yeah, she won there. I mean, yeah. no one else got that treatment. It's I like I that it's I cannot stop looking at it. Like when they when those photos dropped, that one just had me like taken. Like I could not stop thinking about it for like a week. It's so creepy. Yeah, yeah. But it's so in line of what Abora does. And yeah, and like, 
Abora was on Dragula five years ago. Like Abora has grown so much. Like Abora was amazing on Dragula, but like everything that was holding Abora back five years ago, I think like they're just there now, like past those like constraints that they had on themselves. And like, I think, I think Abora is unstoppable. I love Abora. Like I can't say enough nice things about this monster. I, I agree. I think Abora has a great shot to win. Um, when it comes to a glow up post show, I think Abora of anyone on this cast has shown the biggest um, improvement. Um, one thing that is going to be interesting is obviously we have the Abora nose in this look and it works. Is the Abora nose going to be in every element of the season? And is that going to be part of the critique? Um, but at the, at this point you can't falter for a brand. Oh. Martyr, what do you think? Um, absolutely obsessed with this look. Um, it is one of the spookiest, campiest things that's ever come out. <laughs> yeah, Dragula. Um, I love Abora. Um, if I was a contestant on this season, I'd be shitting bricks when I saw Abora come in. Um, mm-hmm. Just immense talent right there. Um, and she also brings the drama. So um, I, overall, just well-rounded competitor. Yeah, so. I think Abora definitely, in, again, season two was that middle ground of it's not fully styled the way mm-hmm. we see it now, but it still has some of those behind the scenes moments, mostly because it evolved her. Um, I think the boudoir moments are going to be huge with Abora, and she's just not going to let people take sh- shit on her. She's going mm-hmm. to make everyone know that she's there to win. and. Yeah. I'm very, very, very excited by Abora. This look um, is by Zach Stahl, hair by Fena Barbatil. Um, it's a spook. This is brilliant. Probably my top spook. spook. <laughs> I just want to know what kind of brain comes up with this. She saw it's too brilliant. many of the little ads. <laughs> yeah. Um, like this is a character from a Halloween movie. Like this mm-hmm. is a horror movie character. Um studio executives should come and and create this character yeah it's i don't i don't know what like you get murdered by by this character but i'm here for it the internet joke of a small victorian child uh dying but this is the reverse the small Mm -hmm. victorian child killing you yep i'm here for it i'm definitely here it um and the tiny hands we love tiny hands oh we do (laughs) love um, Abora, I'm very excited. I've had Abora um, when I did DragCon interviews. I've had them on twice, I think. Always mm-hmm. a very fun time. Um, yeah, this this could be their time. But this is a fun cast. This is a very, very, yeah. very fun cast. Um, no matter who wins, it's a win because we have Dragula on streaming service. Yeah. I, I think they play um, episodes on AMC too, don't they? Or not. Do they? I don't know. I don't have cable, so I wouldn't know. I, I don't either, but I think they do. <laughs> Some of the cable, let us know. Uh, maybe, I mean, during Halloween, why wouldn't you want to play the show? Oh, yeah. 24-7. Yeah. No. <laughs> so those are our rankings of the cast. What I love to do is I love to share the Instagram count with you all um, of where everyone is currently landing at the day we do this um, podcast, just to see the growth as the season goes on. Who would you both say has the highest Instagram count? The Boulets. Um, <laughs> um, I'd say Abora as well. All right. 10.2 thousand. Coco Kane. 19.3 is Kendra Onyx. 39.9 Astrid. 48.9 Melissa B. Fierce. 73.2 Erica Clash. 82.8, host of Teratoma. 96.3, Yavska. 110,000, Victoria Black. 113,000 is Abora with 144,000 to Eva Destruction. Wow. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Very, but um, I think the shocker one is Coco at 10.2. She yeah. did get her account stolen um earlier that's this fair. year so mm-hmm. i think that's what happened well <laughs> let's let's help them out um i know at one point um it, it was like rated 18 you had to be 18 or older to even go to subscribe on to follow her i think that's it fair. was or something that's like that, wild but, 
Um, are we surprised those the tiggle bitties? I need more of them. I want them bigger. <laughs> if you ask for them bigger, uh, Jimbo the drag clown will give it to you. Could you imagine Jimbo giving um, Coco those breastplates? Please, please, yeah. I no shade to Jimbo, but I think Coco would have a better time dealing with. Them. I think so too. I think so too. Well, that was our preview of the cast any final thoughts on what to expect this season um i want to shit my pants from watching an episode so if that doesn't happen it's a it's a flop (laughs) yeah same i mean i hope you don't because we'll probably be watching at my house but yeah Yeah, um we'll just give martyrs some diapers yeah that's fine it's fine i'm I'm potty Um, trained (laughs) that's good that's good i yeah i think i'm very excited um obviously for me there's a lot of drag going along um we're gonna have uh uk4 happening as well as italia too and that is the biggest fever dream of all um but i'm excited for the season i hope we get new challenges i hope things are refreshed but i also hope next year we go back to a new cast because there are a lot of drag monsters in america and all over the world that deserve their chance to shine Let's hope this reinvigorates the franchise even more and gets more people excited because um, alternative drag is important and it's important to be seen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Freya? I'm on social media. All of my um, handles are Freya, F-R-E-Y-A underscore Ray, W-R-A-Y. And yeah, that's where you can find me. I am drag the martyr. Drag as in what I do, the as the only one, and martyr like Jesus. Um, and my Venmo is um, don't be a martyr because that's my job. <laughs> um, there it yeah. is. There you go. Well, hopefully we will chat again this season, um, and hopefully there'll be some glam award love to share by that point. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, see. honestly, if I don't get nominated this year, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> there are a lot <laughs> of haters out there. I've found. Uh, oh yeah, um, but you know, I just want to be nominated so I can look cute in front of everybody. All That's I'm going to say <laughs> is, if my dear friend Jim Sylvester gets a fucking nomination over me, I will lose my shit. <laughs> Love you, Jim. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. The biggest thanks to Freya and Martyr for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 